1: This
2: is Believe in Vikings with B Mac and Baker. I am your host, Dustin Baker, here with Brian McKinney, Ron Saw. Sally is off this week. We got Cora from Woodbury joining, and tonight, uh, for at least a few minutes, we will have Vikings rookie wide receiver Jalen Naylor joining the show for the first time. We had Darian Lowe about a month ago. Mr. Naylor is joining us tonight. We'll go over a few rookie questions for him. And whatever uh, time is left over, we'll talk about some of the Vikings weekly news topics. Just uh, show according to usual on the latter part of it. Uh, first, we're going to talk about betonline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use this promo code BLEAV, that's BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online, where the game starts. So, believe in Vikings, we're potentially waiting on rookie wide receiver Jalen Naylor to join us. I'm not sure if the scheduling is going to work. I guess we'll find out live on air, so to speak. But we do have a litany of other topics because that's what we do on this program. So first, Bryant, we haven't talked to you, sir, in about a month. And I will admit that a few podcasts ago, when you were telling us about America's Got Talent, I thought you guys were just going to have a good time for a cool little tryout. And then, boom, out of of nowhere, you're going to the next round. It's all over Twitter. So tell me, um, when you go into the second round, is your expectation is that you guys are going to win this damn thing? Of course, but wait, let me go back
1: to what you said. I thought we were just going on as like a guest spot myself until the day of, actually. Um, And, and a couple other players thought we were just going in as a guest spot. Like, you know, oh, we have the NFL players. And, you know, we were rehearsing because we knew it was going to be on TV. But then we met um Terry Crews. And it was a certain point he was talking and he was like, yeah, because if you guys get three yeses, you know, y'all move on. And I'm like, what is he talking about? Like, you know what I mean? And a couple of us looked at each other, "What is talking on?" And we didn't realize because they sent out the original email. They sent out, it read that, yeah, they told us that in another email. You know, the the lady who's in charge of the info choir. There was another email that went out that said mm-hmm. that we were. I must. I clearly overlooked. A few of us <laughs> overlooked it. So we seen the original one where we were just going to be like you know, guess like a guest popper. Um. So now moving forward, <laughs> that we got on is, yeah, basically we have to pick songs each week and it's up to the fans to vote to keep us, you know, keep us going. <laughs> so uh, we um, actually have phone calls every Tuesday. We had a phone call yesterday <clears throat> to go over things and we have to pick, we were picking a song. We were, it was down to three songs that we had to decide between. So that's what we're doing now, picking the next song. Okay. So they so their production um, could start making a track for us and... Um, We start having rehearsal and stuff for it.
2: So the the next installment is in early August. Is that what we're thinking? I believe so, yeah.
1: Early August, I believe, is when we go out Hmm. and um,
2: film again. Okay. Cora, did you get a chance to check this out? It was so cool.
3: I didn't. I just pulled it up when you guys were talking about it. And I was like, (laughs) wait a second. You're on America's Got Talent?
2: Yeah. It's worth
4: a watch. It's a good uh, 10-minute clip.
2: Although NFL.com messed up his name, that was yeah. Tragic. What the hell was up? How you messed up my name, right?
4: <laughs> I, 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 you know, I like to imagine that it was because like they had you right after Isaiah McKenzie or whatever, so it was just a uh, right it, it be, because like no offense to the rest of the guys on that squad, but I mean, you're the biggest name on there. Yeah, uh, like, that's I what mean, I was so puzzled you know, about. The, one of the one of the greatest college football teams of all time, you know. Whatever, all those Hall of Fame credentials and everything into the Super Bowl champion again. Some of those other names I recognize and I remember, but I think you what's know. funny is
1: I think that um, they've realized that now. Because now it seems like they're trying to tie me into doing a lot of things. You know, there little there little things that's been discussed.
3: Have you been called now I'm trying by to push me kind of to the forefront
1: yet? that I wasn't planning on being, but I was like, okay, if this what we got to do to win. Yeah, yeah they gonna-
4: but I think if you're on the mass singer there's a dead giveaway <laughs> with this your sheer size. No, I
2: think <laughs> I think the uh, producers or promoters of America has got talent realize a few things that, you know, Bryant McKinney with that Miami history has talked about uh, just the sheer fact that he's gigantic. I mean that that is marketing material right there. And you know, so I think I think some, some the light bulb clicked with somebody, and that's probably why your phone's lighting up a little bit more, <laughs> and rightfully that's so. What,
4: with the the choreography on that, like now, how much rehearsal time did you actually get with the other guys? Because you guys were all on point with that. Like, I mean, and obviously you're all nimble, you're athletic, and everything, but that still takes the timing and everything to this get down. Time. You guys, you guys have. So.
1: We got there a few days early, maybe what, two or three days prior. Um, and we rehearsed every day. It was like long days of rehearsing. Me, I take these dance places already with my friends, so it was like it's not that much like <laughs> for, for me. I'm like, it's not that hard, guys. <laughs> but we also had like a Zoom, we had a Zoom rehearsal one time too, um, for some guy, because a group of guys were in Atlanta and I actually had left Atlanta. I was in Atlanta, I had to leave to go to a, a um 50th birthday in New Jersey. So the day I left, they ended up having a rehearsal. So I, I watched it on Zoom just to have an idea of what they were doing. I knew they gonna be doing but so much as far as choreography. And you're trying to sing, like we're not Beyonce, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so um, I watched the rehearsal. I sat down and watched it um, the whole time just to kind of look at the steps, just to see it. And because I'm a visual learner. And then once I seen it, once we got there, I kind of like, you know, we had plenty, you know, we had like two or three days to do it together in person. And, you know, it was, it was fine. So the how many part, go ahead how many
3: rehearsals do you guys have like as a big group of people?
1: When we all were together, basically I want to say it was a, a maybe three days of all it's together. pretty crazy it was, like, though to get long it long days. It was like long, like
3: wow, three days. Me, I don't
1: feel like it takes me long to catch on <laughs> well, yeah. So it was like to keep doing it over and over. Do it again. It's like we were just messing up on little things. So it was like we had to keep doing it over and over. And, um, but it, it came together well.
4: Yeah. Hell yeah. It did. The uh, what I was going to ask with that is, uh, the like obviously, in after watching the clip, like they kind of threw you guys off guard a little bit. The judges, because I think it was Simon who wanted to hear you guys go, you on really? did. Tell, uh, and like, and there was that moment there where, um, uh, you've seen everybody kind of look
1: at each other like –
4: Yeah. And they're all like, what, <laughs> what are they asking? We didn't rehearse like, that, <laughs> right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, right, obviously you're used to it being a professional athlete and, you know, you don't win a Super Bowl without having moments that go kind of off scripted and everything, but to have, I don't even, I can't even remember how many guys are on there to be able to gather yourselves. Obviously it's not live TV, but it's a live recording. And then to be able to, again, nail Mm. that part, the way that you guys did like one that was impressive, but how do you guys like, it's not like you've been teammates for a long time. Like you said, you were just thrown into this. How do you guys have that? connection to be able to, like, that's what we got to do. Because so, I feel like we was like, okay,
1: we've we rehearsed this. Like, we rehearsed it a few times, a bunch of times without the music. So it was kind of almost a cappella, but then but it never was. Consciously, we never really did that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But so we kind of just, like, looked at each other like, all right, here it goes. Like, <laughs> blend in or do something. Like, figure, like just had to figure it out real quick because you didn't have much time. Like, it was like, everybody, you could see everybody's face and put it on the spotlight. Right. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so but, um, just went for it, and just went for it, and and, and it just it, it turned out good, and even the little hand at the end too,
2: like yeah, it was it was one. I was so unexpectedly uh surprised because again, I thought this whole thing was just like a total footnote that you guys are on right. some fun, and then when it started to blow up, I was like, well, wait a second, it's the same, hey, same thing, hey, perfect timing. Jalen Naylor is going to come on here just. Um, as soon as I press this button. Okay. Okay. All right. We ready? And I think he's loading up here. This is, uh, let's see. Hey Jalen, this is Dustin Baker. How are you, sir? What's going on? Hey man. Uh, Hey, I want to first ask you, uh, how <coughs> long do we got you for? They were unclear. What do you got? Uh I got about 15 minutes. Okay, perfect. Well, uh welcome to the show, man. How you been? Yes sir. I'm glad to be on. I've been doing good. How about yourself? Oh, wonderful. We're going to go kind of a round robin here. If we got 15 minutes, we'll probably ask you four or five questions if that's cool.
5: Yes sir, that works.
2: All right. So, the first one I have, I admittedly get too obsessed with this Viking stuff and uh, when you were drafted and the subsequent m- months after, uh, I think there's been whispers that you could be in the mix for punt returning. Uh, the Vikings punt returner last year was D.D. Westbrook, and he is playing elsewhere. So I want to know, left up to you, do you think you will compete for the punt returner job?
5: Uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. I-, I definitely believe I'll be able to go out there at this camp and uh, be able to sh- show my skills in punt return.
2: Okay, so that's d- that's on your personal, I guess, agenda?
5: Yes, sir. Definitely.
2: (laughs) All right, sweet. Well, that mystery was solved quick. Ron, what do you got for for Jalen tonight?
4: Jalen, nice to meet you. Thanks for joining our show. Um, The one question I have, or the first question, um, obviously, your nickname is Speedy. I know looking at your history of of going to Bishop Gorman, and I know the accolades that come with being there, and then obviously your career at Michigan State. Um, Now, when it comes to on-field and the way you're running routes and kind of that breakaway speed versus – sprinter speed like there are some guys who would just appear faster on the field than sprinting how are you able to translate um and mix the both of them together because obviously you have that elusive ability as evident of that uh that 200 and plus yard game against uh, was it rutgers with the three over 60 yards um i mean you have that breakaway speed how do you translate the two um from track to to field i guess um, I mean, just, just
5: running track my, my whole life, basically growing up and running track since I was six all the way up to high school. So, I mean, just, just naturally just doing track, you know, just helped me, uh, with my speed, my, my top end speed. So that, that just carry on with me, uh, with football and I try to do a little top end stuff here and there, uh, as well with my training to keep, keep that.
2: Okay. Are you, uh, just a morbid curiosity, are you in Minnesota right now?
5: No, sir. I'm in Vegas right now. Oh, really? Back <laughs> yes, sir. Back Just at kicking home. it or what? Yes, sir. Just chilling with the fam. Oh, okay. Right on. Yes, sir.
2: All right, Cora. Why don't you uh hit Mr. Naylor with a question tonight?
3: Sounds good. So um mine's gonna be a little bit less of football talk, but more of <laughs> <Okay>. uh <laughs> what was like the moment that kind of like hit you the most that like you know you're in the NFL?
5: Oh um. I don't I don't think it's hit me yet. Um, <laughs> Good I, I'll answer. Probably say, I'll probably say that first game, uh, the first preseason game, or, or sometime in the camp, but but not it hasn't hit me yet. I'm still waiting on that moment.
1: <laughs> we had a guest on the other week, and um, they asked him that same question. I told him really, for me, it hit me um, like a Monday night, like one of those big night games, like a Monday or Thursday mm-hmm. night game when nobody was playing and and you're playing, you're looking around, it's like a commercial break, and you're looking around all the cameras and everything, and you're like that. Like, I used to watch this, and all now right. I'm part <laughs> of it. So I feel like, for me, that was one of the moments that I had.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jalen, we had Vidarian Low on about a month ago. Have you met him yet?
1: Yes, sir. That's my boy, Vidarian. We, we trained
5: um, up at Exos together during the draft process. Okay.
2: Oh. Okay, cool. Uh, so when do you – So the training camp for yourself and the other rookies starts July 24th. When do you head to Minnesota? Is that, is that. I head out
5: there the 23rd.
2: Okay. All right, cool. And and then you're going to pick out a a place, a place to rent or something.
5: Yes, sir. Um, I'm working on that already. I'll probably get that situated within like the next week or two.
2: Okay, cool. All right. The next thing I have is kind of corny. So your quarterback went to the same school as you. Has that been announced or does that not matter since there's such a age gap?
5: Uh I mean it hasn't really been announced, but I mean <laughs> we, we got that little connection there already going. We we t- chopped it up a little bit in the locker room here and there. So we got a little connection going right now.
2: Okay, cool. All right. <clears throat> Ron, Ron we got Jalen for about 10 more minutes. What do what do you got? All right. So um when it
4: comes to on field ability, obviously again, you're um you have the ability you showed the talent at Michigan State. Um, there's one of the things that I had seen in your pre-draft pre-draft profile, um, that said you, like, I can't remember how it was worded, but you enjoy run blocking, which now in following Sean McVay's offense and how that was run in LA and watching Cooper cup and Robert Woods, when he was there and those type of guys, assuming O'Connell brings that same type of philosophy here, the way I see it is. Get on the field. You're going to be able to. You're, you're going to have to be run blocking. Whether it's getting the ball to Jefferson and the, or not necessarily you in general, anyone, but getting the ball to Jefferson on a quick out or whatnot or feeling. Right. Um, run blocking is going to be key. Now, when I see that out of a wide receiver. I love it. I'm in that old Anquan Bolden school where you want—I want that guy to get out there and uh, and be a brute um, to help other guys break free. Um, now, what is it that that you enjoy about run blocking and being able to take that? Obviously, your running back at Michigan State, Kenneth Walker, um, was one of the best in the draft. So I'm assuming wide receivers on the outside are doing their job to help him get those explosive yes, right. plays. What is it that you enjoy about that kind of task? And you know, or I guess, what does it take to be a good run blocking wide receiver?
5: Honestly, you just gotta be willing to do it. Uh, you gotta be willing to put put it all out for your for your teammates, for the guys uh, running the ball, catching the ball, run, making plays downfield. You know, uh, just gotta help the guys out. Uh, that's just the way of helping the team win.
1: So basically, sounds like you're pretty physical. So that's a
4: good thing. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. star right. hey, speed with uh, with the physicality. That sounds like a good combo to me. Yes, sir. <laughs>
2: All right, Cora, you're up with Jalen. All
3: right, so what has been one of your favorite OTA moments so far?
2: Oh, um, the ending.
1: <laughs> the
2: ending <laughs> it can't sure. be the ending. He <laughs> <It, it, it laughs> didn't even
1: go. It
5: for sure, was nice. <laughs> um, Shoot, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I honestly, just I've been enjoying every day. I, I really a day hasn't stood out to me. I've just been enjoying easy days. Does everything seem
1: super it's fast still?
5: No, not not anymore. That that first that first about week and a half, two weeks, it was pretty fast. But then after that, kind of died down.
2: Okay, Bryant, you were drafted twenty years before Jalen. Uh, you have any any tips or tricks that can translate? <laughs> no offense, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> do you have it. You have any tips or tricks? See, made me feel <laughs> old. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> tips or tricks for a new Viking.
1: <gasps> I mean, he said the game already slowed down. Because I feel like mo- most of, most of that comes from. You know, know, knowing your plays, so that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Um, yeah. You know, receiver position, I guess, may be a little bit different to the offensive line. But, I mean, just go in there and work hard, I guess, you know, and don't be scared yeah. to take somebody's position. Yes, sir. <laughs> <Absolutely>.
2: <laughs> All right, let's uh, – We have, when we have Vidarian on last month, uh, I think he indicated to me that he grew up a Patriots fan. Um, what about your team growing up, Jalen?
5: Uh, I, I didn't have a team growing up. I not at all. Never. I never, never, never had a favorite team. <laughs>
2: like, were not a football fan, or just liked players, or? Uh, I honestly, just like players. I, I never really uh
5: had a favorite team that I watched.
4: Who did you look up to, or who are, is someone that you uh, admired growing up?
5: Uh, Reggie Bush for sure. Yeah, that's that's definitely my favorite. Uh, Reggie Bush. Uh, that that was my favorite. Definitely Tavon Austin. <laughs> Guys like yeah. that, you know.
2: What, you about, you uh,
5: really play
2: what about a basketball team you got one of those or no
5: oh the lakers for
2: sure oh okay <laughs> Yeah. Lakers, and, yes, uh, <laughs> was that so i'm a lebron fan so i'm i'm with oh, you. I, I am as well oh okay well, as well yeah you don't, as well. Well. you don't even have to hear my speech then about being a Cavs fan D. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nope. you, no you, you get it yep <laughs> all right ron what do you got next so, um,
4: Jalen, now, again, and just kind of just like I do with every Vikings draft pick, um, you know, like there's names that I'm familiar with going in. You're, you being part of the Big Ten, I I've recognized the name, uh, but admittedly, after the draft, you know, there's so many names, it's hard to put it all together. Um, but one of the things that I remember seeing about you uh, particularly, because obviously wide receiver depth, was a need for us. And mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, we were able to snag you in the sixth round Um after reading into it, a lot of the where you were projected and where you fell in the draft seemed to be more of an indicator of your durability, so to speak, rather than your play. Mm-hmm. Now, again, injuries happen. It's part of the game, especially at a physical position. I get that. Uh, but what is something that say fans that don't know, about your playing playmaking ability. Like what's something that you find underrated about your own game that that you want people to see at the pro level that they weren't able to see um, at the college at the college level?
5: Oh, um, I mean, just a guy that can take it to the house anytime he touches it, you know, a guy that's that's gonna get positive yards when he touches the ball. Okay.
2: All right, Cora, you got to Corey, you got uh, one last question before we let Jalen go here.
3: All right. So who is your favorite non-football athlete?
2: Ooh.
5: Ah, my favorite (laughs) non-football athlete. It's either either LeBron or Muhammad Ali.
0: Oh, okay. So you like the greats.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. All right. Well, the final thing I will ask, good sir, is uh, if you if you peek at the regular season schedule, you guys are going to London. Of course, you host the Packers right out of the gates. Which game are you most looking forward to? All of them. All of them. <laughs> all right. of them. Good answer. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to all of them. Yeah, you will. Uh, you'll get to play in Las Vegas next year. Against Mm -hmm. them, I should say. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And in
5: preseason, the first preseason ones
2: out here. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's 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 true as well. All right, Ron. You got got anything else?
5: Oh, that's that's definitely exciting.
4: Okay. Um, I guess yeah. The the last thing I have is um, when it comes to. Uh, when it comes to the wide receiver position, not necessarily the grouping that we have, obviously, from afar, us as Vikings fans look at it, and we see Jefferson Thielen at top of the board. Um, now, everything else seems like it's a pretty fluid situation, but again, looking at how the offense is projected to be run, everyone's going to get a chance. You look at the Super Bowl, <clears throat> excuse me, and I can't pronounce the guy's name, but um, the guy who was number 18, who came out of nowhere and was getting a lot of run in the playoffs for the Rams. I see Kevin O'Connell bringing that same set here. So what is it that you plan on doing um, in training camp, preseason, and throughout the season to keep yourself ready, um, knowing that there's going to be a little bit of sporadic play, but your number can get called at any given time? How do you keep yourself ready in a situation like that?
5: Uh, just making sure I'm knowing that playbook, you know, getting in getting the mental reps when I'm not in and, and just making the most opportunities when I am in. So that's just what I got to do. Just make the most every day.
2: Okay. All right, Jalen. This was fabulous, sir. We hope that you'll remember us and maybe uh Absolutely. the Believe people will reach out to you in a few months. And come I'll be back in on. London. <laughs>
4: yes, sir. See you there. All right. All thank right, you, you sir. Nice to meet you. Yes, sir, thank right. you guys. Good luck with everything in South season. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you guys have a good one. You too. All, All right, too. thanks.
2: All right, <clears throat> Jalen Naylor, six round draft pick, Minnesota Vikings, and we are we're gonna we're done with the America's Got Talent topic. Uh, let's <laughs> let's transition into something completely different from Jalen or america Got Talent, and that's the announcement that Adrian Peterson is going to step into a boxing ring to in an exhibition bout. For some reason, they strangely don't want it labeled as a professional bout against Le'Veon Bell. And when I saw that, the first thing I thought of is Bryant. When I met him. In August, I met you, Bryant. In August 2020, uh, we talked about Adrian. You said that he always has the mentality that he's the tough guy, and he always wanted to play fight you because he considered you the bad guy in a video game. so many
1: other people. Yeah, I was like the last guy at the end of the the video game, and he was like the hero. Yeah. (laughs) So he always wanted to challenge me out of everybody. So, yeah, I I can see him taking this on because it's a challenge, and he's somebody who likes challenges, and I know he's going to work extremely hard. I'm pretty sure his cardio is going to be up to par. Um, I think he's going to do good. I, I I just see him taking it really serious.
2: Yeah, that's the vibe that I had because I've what's always –
1: What's with these running backs, though? Because, like, Frank Gore, he did it, too. Like <laughs> yeah, he won, on? too.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah. They, I think they got a chip on their shoulder and he <laughs> scratched. And, uh, and Le'Veon and Adrian are like the same position in the sense that they're both free agents. They're not expressly retired and we don't know if they're going to play again. So they're like, well, what the hell? I might as well make some summer headlines and box. So yeah, Adrian basically has a month to train or get ready. And perhaps you knew about this before the news broke. Um, but I was telling you guys. He didn't know
4: about it after the news broke. We brought it up to
2: him. No, he's talking about me. He's talking about
1: Adrian knew about it. But yeah, I feel like Adrian was already training. Adrian was already probably had a regimen going prior to even, you know, signing up for this. So I feel like he's, I feel like he's going to be good.
2: Yeah. I was, we were talking off air about, um, you know, before we pressed the record button here about how almost, I think all of us were like, you know, because for some reason, Lavian's favored. They already have odds for this, and it just seems like a no-brainer to me that if I was a gambling type, I would, I would wager on Adrian. And I'm trying to separate yeah. is that my Viking fandom, or uh, he just seems like did a self pronounced cyborg that boxing is something that he'd thrive at. Maybe. he's super
3: feisty <laughs> yeah. and I just don't get that from Le'Veon as yeah. much yeah
2: yeah Le'Veon, Le'Veon to me has always been like a, a fun-loving persona whereas Adrian is you know a beast
4: Rich. right and yeah. Adrian like Adrian was at Adonis like muscle on top of muscle like just just chisel out a stone and again Le'Veon obviously I'm sure he's built too but I would not I would not bet against Adrian in anything, no. even at what his age, 36, 37 or whatever it is. Um, it, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against them. Now, Brian, have you ever done any boxing type training? I know like cardio-wise, it's a great workout, but yeah, is that something have. you've ever dabbled in?
1: I have, I, I actually <laughs> when I started like getting back to working out, I started out doing boxing. And I sure. would have something called SoulFit Saturdays or something like that. And it'd be me and a group of friends. And my one of my friends is a boxer. We had a gym and we would go and we would all uh, take the classes <clears throat> together. Um, three minutes is longer than you think.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we uh, remember that, the story. i, I uh, got to ring a few times. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a lot harder. So I kind of understand, you know, what those guys go through. You definitely have to train for that. It's not something you could just feel like, oh, I'm just going to get up and go in here. It's, totally different you're keeping your hands up for that long it's just it's a lot so yeah
2: maybe you can take on the winner right
1: <laughs> I, we're not even the same weight class
2: so that, be fair. <laughs> that was a joke <laughs> oh it fell flat damn it <laughs> <laughs> all right so that is so you <clears throat> we were again talking off air uh you <clears throat> conveniently sound like you'll be in los angeles for america's got talent perhaps around the yeah time I'm,
1: you- even if it's like if i'm supposed to be there Something about the fourth. I don't know, we film on the fourth or we write on the fourth, but even if it's that close, I may just try to you know show up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because if we record on the fourth, that means we got to be there a couple days prior for rehearsal. So either way, I feel like it's around that time where I would have to go out there.
2: Yeah. Um, you should see. So we had Adrian on, I think in November of 2020. Uh, you should see if he wants to come on and talk about this damn thing before the 30th. Yeah. We'd love to, we'd love to talk to him about this. That would be such an entertaining show to figure that out would. what's going through. Cause his head. I have yeah. so many questions to ask. <laughs> yes, Save them for the show and then, right. then we'll, we'll, we'll press them on it. All right. See if you can line that up. Cause that would be uh, Awesome. Let's see, let's talk some contemporary Viking stuff. Uh, I'll start with you, Ron. So we have training camp dates, much to my chagrin. The, the famous night practice is not on a weekend. So now I don't even know if I will make the trip to go because the the weekend that I have available to go to camp is when they're not even wearing pads. And I'm like, huh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, but we have dates now and uh, 14 sessions for fans. Uh, but it got me to thinking, sir, which camp battle are you most looking forward to? We have, in my perception, right guard. Uh, let's see here. Cornerback who will, out of the three, Booth, Peterson, Dantzler, who will start for the two cornerbacks. And then, let's see, what else is there? There is...
4: I'll go ahead and fill in the gap, because this might be what you're trying to think of. For me, it's that right guard spot. Yeah. Um, It's, it, I feel like they brought in between combination of veterans and... Um, Ed Ingram and then even with Wyatt Davis, like they have plenty of bodies there that, again, it would take all of them to suck for us to be in the same position that we were in last year or the last couple of years. And I just don't see that happening. Um, So someone's going to come out of there and earning that job, because even if they're all around the same level and they're average, that's all we're asking out of that spot. So I think for me, like, you know, as intently as, as I can, like that's going to be where my focus is because we know what we're going to get at least statistically stylistically out of the, the rest of the offense. You know, you know, what Dalvin brings to the table, what Kirk is and what he is not what Jefferson and Thielen are, um, you know, maybe Irv Smith will be the other intriguing one to see his health and how he's able to come back from that. But for me, it's just strictly that offensive line because of that, is an improvement with um, the way this offense is being touted as far as, again, uh, schematically. Um, there's a lot to look forward to, regardless of what happens on the defensive side of the ball. Um, while there's still plenty that I'd like to see over there, for me, it's strictly right
2: guard. And we don't even know like what this offense could be with normal pass protection that's so foreign <laughs> right. like, seriously like the last normal pass protection was 2017 and that really isn't even the same offense because dalvin didn't play it was keen it was Diggs, so it was basically right. feeling for a weapon and that's like that's the continuity so we don't even have in our bones what it feels like to not have cousins under siege so i'm with you there uh cora it's in my opinion it's right guard free safety whether scene starts right away uh, who starts at cornerback because there's three contenders and then qb2 to figure out if kellen mon's worth a damn which one um tickles your fancy the most
3: um well really the right guard but i'm really interested to see if if scene will play right away um because i i'm really I mean, everyone always touts him as like the next Harrison Smith, maybe not the next Harrison Smith, but he has a lot of similar traits. So I'm really excited to see how he interacts on the field with him, but then how he interacts in the field with the rest of the team. And just I'm rooting for him pretty hardcore, obviously, but I'm really excited to see how he, you know, develops. And I really want him. I mean, I'm I want him to be starting, but. It'll be interesting to see, yeah. but I would, I would definitely say the right guard is going to be the most uh, intently watched
2: by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's overdue. I mean, <clears throat> you know, yeah. it's a, it's a problem that has been longstanding. Um, I think the only reason that free safety is suspenseful is because Cameron Bynum absolutely deserves a fair shot and playing yeah. time because under the bright lights, unforeseen, he played wonderfully, especially against the Ravens last year. So I think that's the only reason is that out of fairness to Bynum, that's why this would could be a mini battle. And I think we're, we're so used to rookies – being sat on for a few weeks before right. before they and that might just be our paranoia that you know they're gonna do it again. Um, so in all likelihood, scene scene will start, but it has to has to be decided officially at camp. Uh, I think I agree that right guard for me is the most interesting because of its painstaking and long-standing problem. Um, but I'm also very interested in whether or not Kellen Mon can win the QB2, uh, because I've written a few times on Vikingsterritory.com that if he can't dethrone Sean Mannion in training camp, then he's not going to be anybody's franchise quarterback. I mean, that's just is not going to happen. Uh, so I think that's why I have a little vested interest to ensure that Mond can win the QB two. Ron. I cut you off. What were you going to say, Nope,
4: it's all right. Um, I kind of interrupted you, but I was just going to continue with the, on the scene. Um, like Cam Bynum's situation, Um, I think scene will ultimately win the job, but Bynum, the one benefit, the one advantage he has is overall is his position flexibility coming out of Cal. He was, I think it was Cal. He was a cornerback. So uh, what to me in Ed Donatell's defense, like, in a lot of these jumbo packages playing with uh, a safety as a nickel or something like that. He has now made himself more valuable in that sense where you can bring him in, let him play nickel. We, obviously we have, again, we don't know who's going to be good and who's going to rise to the top, but we at least have a bunch of bodies, whether it is uh, Peterson, Dantzler, um, the two rookies, Mm -hmm. um, and then the re returning guys as well. So, um, I'm all about having depth and it seems like we have a lot more depth now than we have in the, in the recent years. So um, again, the position flexibility is going to be huge for, uh, for buying them in that regard.
2: Yeah. I, th- I think assuming <clears throat> that the rookies that were drafted pretty much the first four, assuming that they're ready to make an impact, at least average, then they're deep <clears throat> in the event that scenes no good or Ingram booth or awesome are no good. Then the depth is suddenly skimpy. We're, we're still in that honeymoon period where every draft pick is infallible. And, you know, I can't even imagine a world where scene would suck. <clears throat> but this shit does happen. So, hey, B-Mac, did you ever have to go win a camp battle?
4: No, he took it from the blind side himself before he was even on <laughs> the team. <laughs> no, I guess not. Um, <clears throat> I guess I was, you no,
1: know, but I probably had to fight people off. Like, you know what I mean? yeah but I, I never went in. It was time where I feel like I had to just fight people off in camp, you know, like Donald Penn came in and was like, let me fight him off,
2: yeah, and then, um
1: <laughs> stuff like that, but not I never went in feeling like I had to win it like it was mine
2: to lose probably anything can you when you oh, go ahead, dustin, can you feel it when other camp battles are going on, or is that are you just worrying about yourself yeah but i'm kind,
1: you're you're kind of aware of it too, yeah, um. Like, I definitely was aware, of, you know, with uh, Chester and Adrian. <laughs> but it took a little longer because Adrian had to get the plays down. You know, Chester was there a year before. Mm-hmm. But I could see it, like, once he gets – because running the ball was one thing. But then it came, like, the pass protecting for Adrian to know who he had and things like that. So I could tell they were still a little, you know, unsure. Like, we don't want to throw him in the fire yet or as much, you know, until he knows exactly who he's supposed to block yeah. But once I I said, but well, once he gets that down, <laughs> Chester, you'll be splitting a lot of time. <laughs> and that was Chester, Chester was your boy, wasn't it? I seen that. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. yeah. A lot of times um people when they come in in camp battles, because I, I feel like at a certain point we had like a lot of receivers. Mm-hmm. I feel like Troy Williamson was being uh challenged a lot in his receiver position. One time we had like a bunch of guys, like Travis Taylor, Corn Robinson, mm-hmm. like all these guys. I feel like they were trying to really see out of those guys who mm-hmm. was going to, you know, rise to the top. So I feel like in a receiver position, there was a lot of battles.
2: Um, what about that in-between time of Dante and Favre, a quarterback? They weren't there at the same time. <clears throat>
1: no, oh, in-between. Oh, in yeah. About, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was – yeah, it, I feel like – It was that, a mess. That, <laughs> it, it was never really consistent. Like, who right. – It was a lot of moving around, like the then it was like Gus was, Yeah, it was a lot of different people. (laughs) Nobody really, like, claimed it, claimed
2: it, but, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough.
4: So, I I was kind of going to touch on the same thing that you just did, Dustin, with the other camp battles. Now, specifically, again, like, we have all touched on right guard being a a key spot with just unknown. Now you were, were an established uh, established tackle, and we had an established center before we got um, um, Hutchinson. But what's it like when you are one of those bookends that is an established veteran, and the guy next to you is fighting, um, fighting, or you know, there's a group of guys fighting for that spot? What's it like in trying to get that cohesion on the offensive line unit? Um, has an I-
1: like we have an idea of who we want to see in that spot. <laughs> okay. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just from watching film and watching the effort to fight and just knowing your place. So in that fight, you're kind of rooting for somebody. <laughs> Cause sometimes it might not be yeah, the good even, like, even in training camp, there's some guys that are young guys that I root for and I I feel like they're they're doing good. There's some guys who didn't make it that I feel like, how did they not make it? Dude? practice well, they're playing well in games. Um yeah, there's definitely there's definitely been those situations. So you're just you you develop you like almost become a fan of certain players because you, you know, training camp, there's group one, two, and three. So you you get, you get to sit back sometimes and watch other people go. And you like their style of play. And there's a lot, that's that's happened to me a lot. Like, oh, I can see them making it. And I felt like a lot of times I was right. A couple of times I was like, Dang, they let him get away. But I've also watched people go on and have a great career somewhere else, too.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. And when you were in Baltimore, was it was Ben Grubbs the one who was next to you? My first year, he first was. Year? Okay. Because I know that between him and Marshall Yanda, and... Uh, he was next like, to me.
1: Yeah. And then, did he get hurt? Something? Because I remember, like, Andre Girard was the center, but did he end up playing next to me sometimes? So it was like a little rotation going there, too, for a second. Um... Because yes. how long?
4: Because Hutch came here in uh, was it 2005 or six? Because obviously we had that stability. 2006. For, 2000, okay, so we had that stability for a while, where you know the Minnesota Moving Company and kind of mm-hmm. getting getting back to that really is you know me as a fan, I want to see and seeing that we have a bunch. We of had guys Rosenthal that, at the right tackle at one point, and before Lowhall came. Okay. Yeah, I remember we get when we got Lowhall in the second round, and and that was just nice to sit two bookend tackles out there that you're you're not going to overpower, so put Adrian behind him, and that was always fun to watch. Mm -hmm.
2: All right, let's do uh, one more round, and this topic might make some of you roll your eyes, but there are fans who are obsessed with this dude. So USFL, Kyle Sloter, he made the all-USFL team, and then his breakers lost in the postseason last Saturday night to case cookus who was a viking for three days last summer and now they're gonna i think it's the stallions and uh whatever other team is in the usfl championship but cora i want to ask you did kyle Slowter do enough to win a qb2 or qb3 job somewhere in the nfl over there
3: uh like from over there to
2: come, oh, yeah, to the NFL in the USFL. Did he make a big enough splash to sign on this September somewhere?
3: I mean, he was really splashy, but didn't he throw a ton of interceptions?
2: That's what I heard too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he was he was their version of a gunslinger, we'll put it that way. Um, but he still, For as
3: much as I love Kyle Sloter, I honestly watched like three or four games. Um, but I mean. I- I would really love him to be a QB2 or QB three. But in all honesty, he's got he's had so many chances. He's had been on so many teams, worked with so many coaches. And honestly, I don't know if he's done if he did enough to be like considered.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I, I don't think it will move the needle personally. Um, but I get so many questions emailed about this guy that I I think I I think
3: it's just the fact that when he was, I mean, we love good comebacks. We love Mm -hmm. the comeback story as Minnesota Vikings. We love it when we're down and we love it when we like, you know, come back out of nowhere. (laughs) And that was him. Even it was preseason, but it was still him. Fourth quarter comebacks. He did it every time.
2: Yeah, so I and think that's
3: just why people like him so much. That's why I like him so much. But he
2: was only in Denver for one glimpse of a preseason, and the Broncos fans feel the same way about him. Not quite to this like <laughs> fanatic. They don't have t-shirts made? No, but they. I remember uh, one of my best friends, the Bronco fan, and when the Vikings got slaughtered in 2017, he was like, "Oh, you're getting a baller there," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> it's Like we have Bradford. We don't. This guy doesn't do anything for me, but. Uh, ultimately he was riveting. Uh, so Ron, does uh, Slaughter catch on somewhere?
4: I mean, there's a lot of names, like Sean Mannion's rostered in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot sure. of guys who are. Um, so I'm sure if you're saying that there's, even if you say there's two quarterback spots per team and then let's say two and a half. So you were looking at, you know, 75 plus positions. Um, there's somewhere that I'm sure that he could be a, developmental type guy for but he'll never see the field in meaningful action um you know again I, from what it sounds like there's a lot more behind the scenes that um you know maybe he's one of those guys who thinks he's better than he is and thinks he deserves more of a shot um but again if he kind of takes that role like Taylor Heineke did um where there's definitely a spot for him you know as a backup somewhere you know it, as a third guy um but again I don't I don't necessarily – I don't know him, obviously, but uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know where that would be. And it depends on how – there's a lot of veterans hanging on that, um, you know, like Blaine Gabbert, those guys that will always be backups um, and they're quality backups. I'm not knocking that at all. But in order to be a developmental type guy, I think he's a little past that age, and he's not quite old enough to be that mentor type guy. So he's kind of in that in-between, you know, without the experience. But, again, there's – there's always room for competition, but I don't know if he'll have that. It's good for him though. You know, in, in his success with the USFL. So, or was it you? Yeah. yeah. I don't even know which one it is these yeah, days. It's USFL. Watch it.
2: <laughs> yeah. You knew it was coming. As soon as he became a QB once somewhere, I was like, Oh boy. Oh, yeah. and, and for me, it works because people want to read about it. So I give the people right. what they want Ah, uh, completely different thing, Bryant, before we get off air uh, when we were quick, quick talking about offensive lines that uh, you were a part of, one guy, he's all over this list year after year, and we never talk about him, Anthony Herrera. Was, was that your boy? Yeah. Yeah? You got to get an Anthony Herrera story for us? or?
1: Anthony Herrera was on the um, chopping block, and he got caught up to the office to get released. <laughs> I don't know what he said up there to Coach Tice. Coach Tice changed his mind and <laughs> 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 did let him go. And then Herrera ended up winning a starting job. Really? I, so I definitely, played well. If I, I got to reach out to him. I believe he has the same number. We got to get him on here because I need to find out, what did you say? <laughs> yeah. He got caught you up go. to the office. You know, I think he was doing training camp or something. And he got caught up to the office. You know, when the, you see when they come around and they actually bring your playbook so you know what's going on. And he got caught up there and he, like, played something. Like, I don't know, Coach Tice felt bad. And I feel like I've never – heard or experienced uh, a coach on like you know when they have to release a player like <laughs> what did you say to make him just sway his opinion to make him change his mind um and say okay you know what I'll give you another chance <laughs> yeah never I've never I've never ever heard anybody be able to change a coach's mind and coach Tice changed his mind and kept him and then as you see Andy Herrera end up getting eventually starting lineup.
2: Yeah, so this was before he became a regular starter, or in the middle of right. It, it was before. Oh, really? well, yeah. Well, the guy went on his start for like four years here. Right. So, yeah. Like, okay. Undrafted, <laughs> I think Tennessee
4: maybe or something, but yeah, maybe that when when you're an undrafted guy, maybe you know, like you got to use be able to use the words and speak yeah, and right. sell your case and what did good you for him.
1: say?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the equivalent. He sold to, his case because
1: he came back down. <laughs> I was like. Well, what happened? You know, man, I just went up there and I but I was like, I don't really remember. I was like so surprised, like, "Are <laughs> oh, you still here?"
2: Yeah, in a regular job, Cora and Ron. I don't know if you've ever been fired, but in my my drunken youth, I have, and I couldn't imagine saying anything that would be like, "Yeah, no, we're gonna, we're not gonna do that." <laughs> you know? I want one more chance. So,
1: like that's the goal. When they went to go get you, it was like that was a goal to let you know. <laughs> and you get in there and you say whatever you're saying. Yeah,
2: to make them change their mind. i was like, wow. Yeah, that's impressive. I yeah, bet, I bet it. Before it's all said and done, we'll have Tyson again, and maybe we can remember this one.
1: You after. know what? I didn't even think to ask. I, just, I wasn't even thinking about that. But yeah, that was, he would have been a good person to ask. Like, what? How did you change your? Like, what did you <laughs> say? Did you change
4: your mind? And the other side of the coin is too, it's like, if you're someone who you're, cause I'm sure this was early enough in like camp where if you're someone who's trying to latch onto a team as an undrafted guy, you're looking for any opportunity. So if mm-hmm. you see the door kind of closing on you at one place, there's that other side of it where maybe you want to get out sooner so you can go find someplace mm-hmm. else. So, you know, again, kudos to him. He saw like this was the right spot for him. It worked obviously worked out because he, and it worked he, out. Right. Yeah. He was he a, a big started. piece of that line for a while. So
1: yeah. I he remember played. he had brought that up again later on. Like, and remember you almost were out
4: of here. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hold it over started. his head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. He started uh 80 games for the Vikings from 2005, to 2011. And to think that that was almost like a butterfly butterfly effect of never happening is crazy. So. That is crazy. All right, B Mac. why don't you do your best to work on Adrian in the next okay. couple, couple of weeks here, and we'll coordinate off-air. Cora, thanks for joining us. Again, The Pinch, hopefully you had a good time talking to Jalen.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Ron, Ron I know we'll see you next week and that's all we got. And Skol. É Have a good one! everyone. A de vomitar. Mm-hmm. Para a good one. próxima
1: bebe, sumos, num segundo, so, há um rumo dos que me vai ressuscitar. demoras de acordar almoço, às horas do lanche, Me restos, garante que não sou importante, mas mesmo que tivesse um grande papel na música, estes filetes iam saber a papel de música. Yeah.